All right, happy Sunday evening, everyone. Guru and the Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. As you know, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Make sure you're getting in there and listening to all these episodes. Wiz, how are you this evening? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, I actually had one football draft uh, over the weekend and uh, got a bunch of upcoming <clears throat> this this next week or so. So, uh, yeah, looking uh, looking forward to that and uh, thinking about football in general as well and uh, looking forward to the season. I think it's like has crept up and I guess maybe there was some disbelief, but there's going to be football and uh, it's, it's starting soon. Well, two Sundays from now, uh, we will be uh, probably knee deep in the four o'clock games right about now. So <laughs> I'll just, Absolutely, I'll just yeah. leave that thought with you. There's a lot of uh, moving parts. Um, you know, as we've talked about before, you got to pay attention to everything that's going on. The injuries are starting to mount a little bit. You know, I, th- I still think there's, there's so much uncertainty around how things are going to play out just for each team. I, I guess it'll be a pretty sloppy month of September, uh, being that these teams did not have any uh, preseason. But nonetheless, like you said, we're going to get football. They've, they've managed to stay very safe. Um, you know, I'm hoping that the protests that have been impacting other sports don't don't impact the NFL to start the season. But, you know, we we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Nonetheless, we are preparing. I've been doing a bunch of mock drafts. You're, you got me by one now so far with the uh, – having one one draft already but uh, very excited about that I'm quite fascinated what's been going on in these mock auctions and they're, and they're being highly participated in you know Wiz and I have talked about this a lot we understand especially this year maybe hard to do the auction drafts but you know I'm a big proponent of the way that if you're getting together in person I'm a huge proponent of getting together in person and doing auctions it's just a lot of fun and we'll be a part of one uh, coming weekend so excited about that but you wanted to kind of do something a little different uh, this evening in terms of um, predicting uh, some of what we think is going to happen for the upcoming season. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot of fun when it comes to forecasting, predicting, see how we do with, you know, I think we'll do one as well uh, on maybe some, you know, bold predictions for players this year um, at some point. But I think it's it's a fun one to do predictions on uh, just the teams. Uh, we, we've, we, we've only done, you know, maybe a few about wins and losses over and under. So I think there is a gambling aspect to football as well. I know that I love it. You love it. Uh, pools and, and different things and uh, future wages on totals and wins and also who wins divisions and, uh, and, and and gets to the Super Bowl who wins the Super Bowl. So I think it would be fun for us to do some predictions here. We'll take it one conference at a time. We'll start with the American Football Conference where uh, we'll try and pick the four division winners, the three wild card teams for each conference, who will be playing in the conference championship, who will advance, and who will eventually win the Super Bowl this year. So uh, with that in mind, I'll let you have that at first. Uh, let's start with the AFC, and uh, I guess we'll, we'll go with the AFC East. And uh, right now, I guess we'll just start picking division winners. How do you see the American Football Conference Eastern Division turning out this year. Well, you mentioned the one thing that you did mention is that there are seven teams making the playoffs. So that is a, a definite difference for the first time uh, in in a in a long time. We're going to have a switch. Watch. You're going to have the four division winners. Yep. You're going to have 
three wild card teams, and then the number one seed will have a bye, and then the other six teams will play the three winners, and then the team has the bye. That'll be the semifinals for each conference, and then it'll advance until there's, uh, the two teams playing in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it's interesting. I like it. It happens to be the way we work out fantasy football league, too. We play four divisions, and we have the exact same thing. Four division winners, three wild card teams, and the number one guy gets a bye as well. So, I think the NFL's copied us, quite frankly, but uh, with that being said, let's get after it, and uh, how do you see the AFC East division winner? Who is it? Uh, so, a lot has changed in this division, uh, you know, just in terms of uh, potential shifts in terms of the power in the division, but I, and, I, and I think that's going to hold true this year, that the, the New England Patriots will, will not be winning this division this year. I think this is the Buffalo Bills to win. Um, more so than anything, the defense on, on the Buffalo Bills is is their strong suit. Josh Allen has to play better. But I just think all things combined with the factors that have happened in the offseason, I have the Buffalo Bills winning this division. All right, and um, I'm looking at it, and, man, this is just a division of, of guys that I just can't trust. Um I don't trust New England necessarily this year. Some of their key defensive players opted out. Not having Brady, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen Cam Newton play real football uh, in, in a while. I don't trust Josh Allen for Buffalo, but they were so close last year. So, uh, and I like Miami. They're up and coming, and um, and you know the Jets. I think um, still have a ways to go. So, with that being said, I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to go the Bills to squeak out New England. Um, I just feel their team, their defense. They were very very close last year, and maybe they learned something from that game. So, I'm going to join you with the Bills, but I'm saying I. Not saying this with much confidence because I, I just don't trust Josh Allen down the stretch of a close game. So I'm going to join you with Buffalo and let's go to the AFC North. Who is going to win that division? Wow. Um, you know, I think it's foregone conclusion that people know that the Ravens are the best team in this in this division. Um I just think the Steelers are going to give them a run for the money for that division title. It's not going to come easy. But I have Baltimore, and, and I think, and I would say this: I, I think Pittsburgh probably has the best division, the best defense in the whole conference, um, maybe in the whole league. Uh, but yeah, I, I would lean at this point in time. I'm going to lean small that the Baltimore Ravens repeat as division winners of the AFC North. Yeah, and I'm with you. Uh, I'm a little bit more confident, I think, in the Ravens winning the division than you. But they have basically their nucleus intact, and they had a great draft. I mean, they had one of the top three drafts. Um, you know, and when you have a great draft combined with a ready or a ready powerful and quality starting, you know, roster, 53-man roster, um, they, 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 they should win that division. So I'm a little more confident in the Ravens winning that division. And um, let's go to the AFC South where uh, we have some teams that are very, very close together, save the Jaguars. So how do you see the AFC South? Uh, 
I am going to go with the Indianapolis Colts winning this division, and I'm going to give you my reasons why. So I, I just think when you have the best offensive line in football, I think you have one of the more underrated defenses. I think you had a really good draft on the offensive side of the ball. You made an outstanding trade to bring DeForest Bunker Buckner onto a, an already decent defense. Um, and I just think Tennessee doesn't have the firepower that Indianapolis has on offense. And I'm going to give Phillip Rivers the opportunity to make a comeback after a very sloppy season this year. And I think he does it. I'm excited by the personnel, uh, but I think I think the Indianapolis Colts win this division. Yeah, and with 3-3, three three, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. I love starting with the offensive line. Um, their offensive line is good, very, very strong. Um, you know, the Titans, you know, it's tough to pick against the Titans because they played in the AFC Championship game. They actually went into Baltimore and won that game. But, you know, I just feel like with Rivers there is a big upgrade at quarterback in terms of getting them in the right plays and, and, and making some plays. And, yeah, I think he's lost a little bit, but I think it's enough. Um you know, the Titans are, are good. They need support. It just can't be a two-man show with uh, Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. They need some of that supporting cast of John o. Smith and some of the players to, to play well to win that division. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. So we're three for three. And now let's see if we um, complete the sweep. And uh, tell me who do you think the AFC West division champs will be. I'd say the one thing when I when I started this exercise, you know, the one thing I thought coming into this season that the teams where their situation was intact, where there wasn't a lot of turnover in the off season in personnel or or the coaching staff, that was a big beneficiary. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously the defending Super Bowl champions, fall right into that. Where yes, they've had a couple of opt outs, and and they're not insignificant ones on their offensive line and Damian Williams, but the core of this team is intact. Um, you have a star player in Mahomes who will hopefully stay away from injury this year, but it's hard not to like the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, who, who really came on as a defensive unit in the second half of the season. They were not that type of defense to start the season, but they came on. Obviously, it'll be interesting when they're playing in front of, you know, if any, fans, But you because know, Arrowhead is a notoriously difficult place to play. But it's hard not to like the, uh, it's hard not to like the Kansas City Chiefs to win this division. Yeah, I think, I think uh, again, I'm with you as far as the Chiefs go. I think, you know, the philosophy of some of the other teams in this division is, listen, we're not going to stop Kansas City. That thing is not working. We have to try and get better offensive players and try and outscore them. Hopefully you can do that. That's what you see Denver did, the Raiders trying to improve their offense, and uh, the Chargers drafting uh, a young quarterback as well. But as far as winning the division, um, I'm going to go with Kansas City. So we're four for four as far as who we like for the divisions. Now name your three wild card teams in the entire AFC. Okay, I have the Steelers. Um, that would be my five seed. I have the Tennessee Titans as my six seed, and my seventh seed may surprise you, but it is the Las Vegas Raiders as my seventh seed. Yeah. I have, yeah. I mean, it does. It does surprise me. I am going to say, believe it or not, that I think three teams from the AFC North are going to make the playoffs. I think Pittsburgh. I'm with you about them. That's 
obviously contingent on Roethlisberger staying healthy. But I think Cleveland is going to make the playoffs this year under that new coaching staff. So I like them. The third choice to me is is, is difficult. You know, the, the Raiders, uh, the, the Texans, the Titans. But I'm going to go with the experience, the running game of the Titans. So my three wildcard teams are too similar to you. Pittsburgh and Tennessee, where we break off is um, – I have uh, I have the Cleveland Browns um, making the playoffs, and you have the Raiders. All right, so instead of just going, you know, game by game, which two teams from the AFC do you see squaring off in the AFC championship game? I think it's going to be Kansas City versus Baltimore. I look at them as being the two best teams in the conference. I think Baltimore learned a lot about that failure in the playoffs last year against Tennessee. Um, I think there's too much firepower in, in, in Kansas City. So, I, uh, you know, again, you could say I'm taking the very safe route, but the way I look at it, Baltimore and Kansas City are the two best teams in the conference, and I see them squaring off against one another in, uh, in the conference final. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I'm going to go with Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Um, I think if Pittsburgh has gotten to the point where they've made the playoffs – I think that means a couple of things. One, that Roethlisberger has made it through the season and their defense is playing well. And, boy, their defense was under such duress last year. They just couldn't, you know, their offense couldn't do anything. So the defense is on the field and they still kept them every game. So with a competent offensive game, um, I would have to think that the Steelers' defense will be better. So I have it Pittsburgh versus Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. And, Oh, let's do the last step as far as the AFC, and then we'll move to the NFC. Who do you see coming out of the AFC to to partake in the Super Bowl? It's hard to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row. So for me, I see the Ravens going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. And I see Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Again, um, I think that offense is just so deadly. I mean, it's just, I hate the word unstoppable, but... Man, it's getting close to that, I think. I mean, just think about what took place. I mean, when they were down by a few touchdowns to to the Titans, my goodness, they just reeled off, I think, seven, eight drives in a row. You know, they're not playing uh, a Division three college football team. They're playing another NFL team. And uh, I, I, I just think Kansas City, under the Mahomes, um, Era is going to be difficult to stop from the getting into the Super Bowl unless somebody, uh, you know, really improves their team a lot. And I respect Baltimore, but um, I think Kansas City will get back to the Super Bowl for the AFC. So let's turn it over to the NFC and let's go to the NFC East, which consists of your beloved. New York Giants, are you about to make an upset here? Pick with the Giants winning the East. How do you see it? No chance. Uh, Dallas Cowboys win this division going away. And I think uh, this is the one team that I took where there's there was a new coach in place. However, Kellen Moore is still the offensive coordinator. This was the most prolific offense in football last year. It's probably going to be even more dangerous this year with the addition of CeeDee Lamb. So I see the Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East. And... You know, Jason Garrett, I think he had some shortcomings as a head coach, and I think Mike McCarthy won't make some of those same mistakes, uh, some of those in-game mistakes, which I think cost the Cowboys over the years. So I see the Dallas Cowboys winning this division. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, 
I see a big disparity in terms of talent and everything else between the Cowboys and the rest of the teams. Actually, when we do our bold predictions, I'm going to have one bold prediction from this division. But um, for now, for the winning it, Cowboys, and if they don't win this division by two or three games, I would be very, very surprised. So with that being said, let's move it to the NFC North, which has my beloved Vikings. But how do you see it? I got the Vikings winning this division. Um, I think uh, big signing today, uh, well, trade today. Uh, they, Ngakwe finally got his uh, wish and was traded from Jacksonville Jaguars to uh, to the Vikings. I think that's something that the Vikings need to do. Look, the, the Vikings have to play better. That secondary needs to play better, no question about it. But I just think they're – now, again, Kevin Stefanski has moved on, but an experienced guy like Gary Kubiak is the offensive coordinator here. I think the Vikings gained some confidence with that win against the Saints last year. I got the Vikings winning this division. Well, we were 5-for-5 five five going into this division, and here's where we're parting ways. I'm going to make a very bold prediction. I'm going to predict the Detroit Lions to win this division, which is probably a very bold prediction. They may even be the – Maybe the, the, the longest odds still in the division. I'm not sure. Maybe the Bears are. But I have some knocks against these other teams. Green Bay, I just don't like what took place in the offseason, the Aaron Rodgers uh, drama. I think if that starts going bad, you may see some, you know, a real real downhill momentum going in Green Bay. It's pretty sad that the Chicago Bears can't name a starting quarterback with 10 days, you know, before the NFL season starts on Thursday. Um, so I have no idea what's going on there, but I don't have real confidence in the guy. And the Vikings, I just don't like when they're whatever team it is over the years with a star running back has these contract squabbles. He's going to hold out. He's going to threaten the hold out. It's like, weighing on the team it brings such bad mojo it never ever works out and there's rumors about dalvin cook who knows but i like detroit i like their offense i think patricia is a good defensive coach i like the you know the pick of okuda in there i like some of the defensive players they brought some guys over from the past so i'm gonna go with the lions as my first upset special to win the nfc north all right that's a good one interesting Let's go to the NFC South, where probably two of the favorites to make the Super Bowl are in the same division, uh, Saints and Bucks. Are you going to go with one of those teams? Or are you going to go with a long shot? Uh, I'm see the uh, NFC South. There's no team that's been more snake bit in the postseason in the last three seasons than New Orleans. Uh, I think this is uh, the swan song season of Drew Brees, uh, but. Based on everything that I see, system in place, because I think it will take time for Brady to kind of get used to the, you know, the players on his team, but it's Tom Brady, so I, I have confidence in the players still. But I think uh, New Orleans by a hair in the NFC South uh, winning that division. And I'm going to come in the other way, and I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Listen, this is really splitting hairs, but I, I just feeling like Tampa Bay is fire it up, and every one of these regular season games are going to be like a Super Bowl to them almost with Brady coming in there. And I just feel there's going to be more intensity, if you will, for the regular season games with the Saints. Yeah, sure, they, you know, they're, they're, they're a great team, but like, I don't know, it's like commonplace already for them. They know they're going to make the playoffs. They're a really good team and all of that. But I just think, you know, Tampa Bay, 
with a defense that's been kind of underrated, playing with a, a you know a quarterback that's you know put them in such holes every every game for the last couple of years, I think it'll be a different story. And I'm going to go the other way, coming the other way and say Tampa Bay wins out that division in a squeaker. And let's go to the NFC West. Are you going to go with the San Francisco 49ers, who are probably a fairly big favorite to win the division, or do you have somebody else in mind? I'll tell you, I am worried because they're they're really losing players on the offensive side uh, almost every single week. Um, but we're, actually, they've gotten some good news on Debo Samuel's return. But I like this defense. Um, I think they have to do a little bit more with the passing game uh, than they did in the postseason last year. I think they were just too reliant towards the end of the season on the running game. But I'm going to go with the uh, San Francisco 49ers to win this division. Yeah, I think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go a different way. Um, I am going to go with the Rams, who another fairly big long shot. They're probably considered the third most likely team to win the division, but all four of these teams in the division are, are good, uh, you know, or improving, uh, depending how you feel about Arizona. And I think last year was a year of the Rams getting over that Super Bowl loss, and it just seems to take its toll on teams the following year. And for that reason, I think something similar is going to happen to San Francisco. Um and I think the Rams, you know, while everybody was on them last year to do well and they surprised by doing well, I think everyone's kind of off the bandwagon. So when people like the zig, I like the zag. So I'm going to go with the Rams uh, in, in somewhat of an upset to win that division. So we have different teams winning the divisions. So as far as your picks are concerned, who are your three wildcard teams? Uh, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the Seattle Seahawks, and I have the Detroit Lions as the three teams that will make the playoffs. Ah, very interesting. So you don't have the Lions win the division, but you got them making the playoffs. And I have just the Cowboys in the East. I'm going to have the Minnesota Vikings as a wild-card team, so we're opposite. You have the Vikings winning it and the Lions as a wild-card. I have the Lions winning and the Vikings as a wild-card. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. You have the Saints winning, and you're picking the Bucks as a wild-card. I'm opposite there as well. I'm going to go Tampa Bay winning, and the Saints as a wild-card. And then I'm going to have the 49ers as my third wild-card team. So with all of that being said, who is going to play in the NFC Championship game? The Dallas Cowboys against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, that's very interesting. That is very interesting. I am going to go with the Dallas Cowboys against my beloved Minnesota Vikings. Assuming, again, that that Dalvin Cook situation in some way, shape, or form gets resolved in this next uh, two weeks or, or before the season starts and it's not weighing over them. I'll have a completely different view in the next 10 days or two weeks if that situation becomes tumultuous. But I think the Vikings have good personnel. I love that, you know, the, the deal with the Jags, their defense, um, everything else is kind of in place. So I'm going to go with Cowboys-Vikes. You have Cowboys-Bucks. Who do you see as the representative from the NFC? I got the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. 
You do, huh? Yep. Well, it's very interesting. So do I. <laughs> I think this is the Cowboys' year. I think their offense is potent. I think they'll have a fairly easy regular season, uh, you know, with, with some bye weeks. And you have Cowboys and Ravens. I have Cowboys and Chiefs. So who is going to be your Super Bowl winner? I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl this year. Wow. Okay. Very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Wow. Okay. That would be some story with Dak Prescott. I would think he would probably get his his long-term deal if that happened. And I'm going to come in the other way. I'm going to say Kansas City repeats. I mean, Dallas will probably have to score 65 to 75 points to win that game. I mean, kidding a little bit, but not necessarily. Uh, I just think that offense is just unstoppable for uh, for Kansas City, and I see them repeating. So I guess that that's that's how we see it this year as far as uh, NFL um, team predictions. Well, you know I, I wasn't very good last year. With, or I had the Chargers going to the Super Bowl last year, so that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, the char- yeah, yeah, the Chargers. It would be ironic this year if they uh, – if they played, if they played better, but uh, well, let me ask maybe, you something, so, Wiz. We do one as, as well on some bold predictions on players um, this year. I think, I think we'll, you know, we should we should do a podcast where, you know, we're giving some real bold predictions. Maybe like you know, a guy that is going to be a complete bust, a guy that is going to, you know, maybe break a record or so or something to that effect. Where we maybe take ten bold predictions each uh, from the NFL and uh, and see how that was how that works out as it relates to fantasy football yeah and i think let me ask you this one question though given given your kind of views on these particular teams views that i have what have you does that kind of does that kind of become a part of your process when it comes to players that you like going into the fantasy season or it's not something that you kind of worry about too much because there are teams that obviously are playing from behind a lot that actually have big benefits from the fantasy perspective. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good question, but no, it's, it's, I, I keep the two things separate. Yeah. I mean, there are reasons why I think some teams are going to do well, right? It could be some of the offensive players. It could be because I think their defense is going to be much better. It could be because not necessarily I have such a strong view on that team, but I'm so negative and, and have negative views on, on some of the other teams, which is really uh, the case in a lot of these picks where I'm just having, you know, negative, negative views. Like in that AFC East, I don't trust Josh Allen or the Bills, but – you know, until Miami could get some of these young players in there and prove themselves for another year or two, you know, I just, I don't trust anybody. So it's not necessarily that I love, like I, you know, I like the bills to win, but I'm not going to really go out of my way and say, I think, Oh, I got to, you know, draft a few Buffalo bill guys because they think they're going to win that division. Uh, yeah, I, I keep it separately. And, and the point that you just touched on briefly is something that really, really needs to be emphasized is that a lot of times you're better off drafting quarterbacks certain running backs and definitely receivers on teams that are going to be losing and trailing. And, you know, that's, you know, that's where, I mean, James Winston was the poster quarterback for a guy being an amazing fantasy football quarterback, but a horrendous NFL quarterback. And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw some of that from Daniel Jones this year, who's, 
Giants, unfortunately for you, and not a great team. But, man, they could be in some good positions where he's got to throw the ball and some of those receivers are going to be the recipient of that. So, you know, actually, you know, when it comes to fantasy football, you may even be better off, you know, having the, the garbage time fourth quarter quarterbacks. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, the guy, I don't think he's on an NFL roster right now, but Blake Bortles was like a top five quarterback in fantasy, even though he was throwing the ball on the ground on half the time, but he was able to, you know, scramble around a lot late in games and, and, and try to bring his team back from uh, big deficits. I think it was like three years ago, he ended up being a top five quarterback. Yeah, I think it was three. I think it was three, or maybe four years ago, maybe three. And I don't know what the record is for like maybe a six-game span, fourth-quarter fantasy points. But I have a feeling whatever it is, he's the record holder because it seemed like every week he found himself in these games where they were trailing and he was throwing every play. He was running touchdowns, throwing and rushing touchdowns. He was just. Uh, an amazing garbage time quarterback, but as far as like having him in, in, a, in a competitive game against a good team, he he just couldn't get it done. So every every situation is different, every player is different, every team is different, and um, you know sometimes you'd rather have you know a, a team that's you know winning, and sometimes you'd rather have fantasy guys on a team that seems to be playing from behind often or. Just go get Pat Mahomes because it doesn't matter if they're winning or losing. He's going to throw for 400 yards. Yeah, exactly. So I, you know, one thing I, I'll just finish up with, it. you know, when I looked at, you know, these predictions, two, two notable things stuck out for me. Number one, that I didn't have the Eagles making the playoffs, and, and I'm concerned about their offensive line right now uh, in terms of the injuries that they've had there. And the both of us did not have the Patriots returning to the playoffs, which is a very interesting story. I think they're just impacted more so on the – I mean, obviously with no Tom Brady and – there's going to be all kinds of questions around the offense, but but that defense was decimated in the opt-outs. So it's for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, what the way I look at it is their path to the playoffs is going to be winning the division. Yeah. So once I don't have them winning the division, I just can't see them getting in because I think they're going to be fine. You know, what are they going to be, eight, and eight nine, and seven? I mean, uh, you know, how is, that, how is that team going to win 10 or 11 games? So once they don't win the division, I don't see the path of them making the playoffs, unlike some of the other teams who I can easily see winning, you know, 10, 10 games, getting into double digits figures in terms of wins. So I think for the Patriots, it's kind of to win the division or not make the playoffs. And listen, it's tough. We're both picking against a team that's won the division for like, I don't know, the last 75, 80 years. I mean, so, so you know, that's a, that's a bold prediction in itself. Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. So we'll, we'll end it there. We got a bunch of stuff that we're going to cover this week. Um, so we'll, we'll have a look out for those uh, podcasts. We're going to try to do a mock draft. We'll, we'll talk about some of our bold predictions uh, and anything else uh, that's going to be on our minds. So please pay attention to Guru and the Wiz uh, yeah, Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah, go ahead. I was watching golf. Dustin Johnson just made some putt on 18 to go into a playoff with, with John Rahm. This is going to be on every single highlights. Oh, my goodness. He made a, a wild putt on 18 over a hill. Had to have the right speed, so you know. Uh, I guess we're going to turn our attention to watch this playoff between uh, the two top players in the uh, world. Right I, 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 I'm just looking at it, and too bad there's no galleries there. That's for sure. <laughs> oh my goodness! What what a putt! That is that is incredible. Place would be so, exploding. Yep, yeah, good stuff, and uh, we'll um, 
we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to everybody soon, and we're gonna, uh, like I said, we're gonna have some bold predictions for fantasy, and uh, we're gonna have uh, a lot of other stuff as it gets uh, right down to the wire here for the season to start. All right, good stuff, Wiz. Have a good night. Good chatting. You too. Yep.